0: Episode 296 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. I'm managing editor Kirk Semenoff. Greteman Group has been a leading marketing agency in Wichita for 35 years. And for 35 years, it's had the same person in charge. But now, Sonia Gredeman has initiated a leadership change, and Ashley Bowen Cook is the firm's new president. Ashley joins me on this week's podcast to talk about the change, her career in marketing, and the important aviation component that comes with it. But first, let me tell you about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. This week's cover story is our 2023 HR Professionals Awards. You'll meet 23 of the top human resources professionals in our area, and you can read about what has made their career successful. HR Professionals begins on page 19. We have a special report in this week's edition on the recent news about Integra Technologies and the $1.8 billion semiconductor facility it's planning for the Wichita area. Reporter Shelby Kellerman takes a deep dive into how the state and federal incentives work and also addresses a major challenge. Where are 2,000 new employees coming from? That special report, report begins on page 16. This week's list is certified public accounting firms. See who's at the top and read about how CPAs are hoping and maybe expecting a much smoother tax year than COVID dealt them in the early 2020s. The list is on page 12. Part of our mission is to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. One way we try to accomplish that is through our weekly lead section. We list bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, and court judgments. Our lead section this week begins on page 41. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Ashley Bowen Cook is the new president of Greteman Group, the Wichita marketing agency that for 35 years has only had one other president, and her name is on the title. So, So quite a change is happening, and Ashley, I appreciate you joining me today to talk about it. Absolutely, thank you so much
1: for having me, Kirk and and If I might just say, first of all, before we get started, um, just my condolences to all of you with Bill's passing. And I I would venture to say that he probably had a, a positive impact on way more people than he ever realized. So, I'm um, very sorry for your guys' loss.
0: We you know, I appreciate that, and we have yet to find somebody who didn't like Bill for some reason or another. It just just never happened. So, but thank you. Uh, I should also mention you're a, a former 40 under 40 honoree, and we're going to go line by line through your 2008 bio later on to see how it's held up.
1: Okay, that ought to be interesting.
0: <laughs> Not line by line. We're going to hit some highlights. So, I, <laughs> uh, you know, you took over on January 1st as president at Greteman Group. I, and these, I've got to imagine these are just really big shoes to fill. What has the first month been like?
1: Uh, Well, yes, impossible shoes to fill for sure. Um, So, you know, that, that first and foremost. But, you know, Sonia and I have worked together for 20 years and I've been helping with the day-to-day on some level for quite some time. I've been part of the management team for more than 10 years. So um, it's not like everything's new. It's just kind of a shifting of roles for each of us. And um, as I jokingly said to our staff the other day, I get to deal with the bad stuff and she gets to deal with the fun stuff now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably a welcome change for her. <laughs> uh I hope everybody had a chance to read Shelby Kellerman's story last week about this change. You and Sonia talked about it. It seems like from reading the story, Sonia had her eye on you for this changeover for years. But But when did discussions get serious?
1: Yes, we definitely have talked about this for years. And I would say probably about two years ago, we started getting serious about things. And I would say neither of us really... Understood what all was going to be involved. I think we anticipated it being a lot simpler process, um, but I think just the reality of a transition like that—it it takes some time. It involves people that you didn't anticipate bringing into the process, and uh, you know, it just is something you have to work through together. But uh, we're both very happy with where we landed.
0: Was this a tough decision at all for you?
1: No, I wouldn't say so. I will say if you'd asked me 10, 15 years ago, is do you foresee yourself being the president of an agency? Not necessarily, but it's been a wonderful evolution because I think Sonia has allowed me to grow and carve my own path in the agency over the years. And I think that's one of the beauties of a small business, right? Is that there's no set you must do step A to get to step B to get to step C um on the path. And so because of her openness and willingness to teach me along the way, it's landed me where I am now to mm-hmm. give her the comfort level too to turn things over to me on the day-to-day operations.
0: You know, you've been at, at Grinnaman Group for 20 years, but let's talk about your your kind of your background and how you got into marketing and, and the aviation part of the marketing too. It's an interesting backstory. You you went to KU and you had a journalism degree. And I, I know that.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, um, it depends how far you want to go back. Yeah. Um, I mean, essentially birth. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh so my dad is a world renowned aviation photographer, Paul Bowen, located here in Wichita. And so I have, literally been around aviation since my birth. Um, And I was, there There are photos of me from, I think when I was like six months old and at a photo shoot for some Cessna product at the time. (laughs)
0: Um, So what are some of your earliest memories of, of being up in aircraft with your father?
1: I have a very vivid memory from when I was 10 years old. My dad took me on a photo shoot for at the time, the beach jet, this was 1989 Mm -hmm. and he pulled me out of school in order to go on the photo shoot for which I had to write a report for it to be an excused absence. And we went to Telluride, Colorado. And at the time, my, so my dad's shoots from the platform plane and, uh, So I was in the beach jet in the back with the window shades drawn. And so you have no horizon that you can see. And it was early in the morning and we were doing what are called touch and goes. So for anybody that doesn't know what a touch and go is, the plane takes off, it essentially flies in a circle. It comes back down like it's going to land, but it doesn't. And it takes off again at a very rapid rate of speed, well over 100 miles per hour. And so, if you can imagine being in the back of a plane with no horizon line to look at, not knowing when the plane was going to pull up, and going at a fast rate of speed, it does not turn out so well. So, I am um, at 10 years old, I christened the back of a brand new beach jet.
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: As my dad says, there is no shame in getting sick. There's no embarrassment in getting sick. There's embarrassment in missing the sack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was the that's a great attitude. <laughs> something you will never forget, and obviously, you have not forgotten that. No,
1: never forget it.
0: <laughs> I trust you got a good grade on that report. <laughs> so what what happened in college and then into your, your professional career?
1: Went to college. I went to KU, so Rock Chalk Jayhawk, and I honestly didn't know what I wanted to major in in college, and my dad said, well, you love to talk. That was a compliment, right? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. I was my my. I have been a talker since I was very young. My uh, grandma coined me Chatty Kathy after the Chatty Cathy doll from the seventies. So, um, anyway, went to went to KU, um, and again had no idea freshman sophomore year what I wanted to do. Okay, you got to pick a some direction junior year dad says, you know, you might like communications. Okay, I'll give it a shot. I don't know what else to do. So ended up in the William Allen White School of Journalism and loved it and then went on to get an internship out at Learjet during the summers, uh, three different summers while I was in college.
0: So you you had the aviation background and just being around it so much, but does that equate to a love for aviation or, or just knowledge?
1: knowledge not a love at first in fact i wanted to run as far away from aviation as i could it was great i loved i loved my internship at learjet and i met wonderful people and um in fact actually at that time i was an intern there was a gentleman named chris crawshaw who was the vp of finance at the time and he got the business journal 40 under 40 during one of my summer internships. And I remember I said to myself, "Um, I'm going to be on that list someday. I don't know what it'll be for, but I'm going to make that list because that seems really
0: cool. (laughs) (laughs) And lo and behold, you did.
1: Yes. So anyhow, you know, love. No, it wasn't a love. I wanted to go do something else. I wanted to get out of Wichita. I wanted to move to Kansas city or Dallas or Chicago or something, you know, that, that feeling that everybody has of, I need to go out and explore and, um, basically looked, looked for other jobs, didn't really find anything I wanted. And then lo and behold, Dave Franson, who had been my boss at Learjet said, I think that there's a job in Dallas that you would really like. It does happen to be in aviation, but it's an events coordinator for one of our divisions, Bombardier Flexjet. And so, I said, okay, I'll interview for it. And I think within three weeks I was moving to Dallas and it was great. And I totally fell in love with it. And it's just been a great ride
0: ever since. Uh, So has it become a love of aviation after time or as you continued on professionally?
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I think that I probably first fell in love with it Right after I started working at FlexJet, when I understood that there were so many things you could do beyond just being, you know, a pilot or doing something in finance or, you know, or working out on the line all great really important parts of the industry but that's not what i wanted to do and so to understand that i could match an interest of mine within aviation was just this aha moment and it was wonderful and i i would not
0: want to be in any other industry at this point Mm -hmm. then talk about how you came upon Greteman group or how it came upon you (laughs) so
1: that's again kind of a, a long industry story but uh Sonia and my dad knew each other from just being in the agency world here in Wichita. And when there was an opportunity where Learjet needed a new marketing agency, my dad made an introduction for Sonia. And so then she started doing business with Learjet. She then went on to do business with FlexJet, who I was employed with. And so she and I, even though I knew she was friends with my dad. That's where she and I really met, was when I was with FlexJet. And so when my husband and I decided to return to Wichita right after we got married, and that would have been in 2003, uh, we started reaching out to people, trying to find a job for me, and said to Sonia, Hey, if you hear of anything, let us know. And uh, I was probably a week or two later, she said, Why don't you just come and work for us? I said, (laughs) okay, sounds good. So I literally went from being on the client side to being on the agency side for my old
0: boss as my first role here Mm -hmm. at Gretelman Group. So not a tough transition at all?
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) Shortest Uh, job interview ever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what did you start doing at Gretelman and kind of take us through your slow ascension over 20 years?
1: Well, let's see, I started, I think my title was account manager, no account service, I think was my first title. So basically i just been in the account brand manager roles most of the time that I've been here, um, work, kind of worked my way up to start helping from more day-to-day to strategy. And then I would say about 10 years ago, I started helping with business development. And so now... Up until this point, I've sort of split my role between account service and business development. Mm-hmm.
0: So 20 years at, at Greniman, what have you learned from Sonia in terms of leadership and, and running a marketing agency? Oh, gosh, I don't think we have long enough to cover all that. <laughs> Sorry, I should have kept it more tight.
1: Sorry. <laughs> no, I that's a it's a great question. She. Again, she gives people freedom to find their path, and I think that's really important to let people find what's the right fit for them. She is more than willing to show people how to do something and bring them along. I mean, gosh, I can't even tell you how many photo shoots I've been on um, in the old days, press checks. were Those things weren't part of my day-to-day role, but it was important for me to learn those to be a better Account service person for the agency. And so just making sure people are in the know, making sure people's voices are heard, making sure that you acknowledge people for the things that they do, just celebrating the small wins, and just lifting up your team so that they all feel like they're part of a greater purpose.
0: So as you move into the president's role, one question I always like to ask new people in, in C-suite leadership is: Do you anticipate a change of direction, or, or kind of lay out the path for Greteman Group going forward? I know Sonia and you you have had to have talks about this.
1: Sure. Well, as we indicated, it's going to be a slow transition, and so it gives me time to get my footing and really be able to be on a solid ground before any major changes happen. Um, so I think that's first and foremost. And then I would say, you know, in terms of day to day, I don't, honestly, I don't anticipate a lot changing at first, because I think those things just have to happen over time. And there has to be a comfort level with Even with the team, the team needs to get used to the change and feel confident in that change. Um, My role again is changing, and so some of my day-to-day tasks are being given to other people, and let them. I need to be there to support them while they acclimate, and then
0: you know roll into my new duties. Mm -hmm. It's not like Sonia has left you the keys and said, "See ya." Um, Oh no!
1: Oh no! I wouldn't let her. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> so so what is her role? How does she plan to to keep her, you know, foot in the water, I guess?
1: Yeah. She is the chair of the board and she's also still remains the creative director. And so creative director being that she touches every piece of creative that comes in and out of the agency and is very much vital in directing that aspect of the work that we produce for the clients. So she's still in strategy meetings and working with our designers and really giving her stamp of approval on everything. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, will clients or prospective clients notice any difference with the leadership change?
1: I don't think that they will all that much. I think, again, because we've been working together for so long and because I have been in this role of sort of splitting between business development and account service that people are sort of used to this balance and they're used to seeing both. Sonia and myself involved in things. And so I don't think that anybody will notice much of a shift at all, to be quite honest.
0: Mm -hmm. I was joking with you that we wanted to go through your 2008 40 under 40 bio. One (laughs) under professional goal, you wrote to have the corner office and a balanced life. I want it all. I don't know Mm -hmm. if it's a corner office, but it seems to be something similar to a corner (laughs) office. Are you going to be able (laughs) to keep a balanced life? Yes, the answer is yes. We think that
1: a work-life balance is very important here, and I think that that's happened over time. But like every business, I think post March twenty twenty, that is an expectation, and we have to have that for people. I that's just it's a must, and it's not like we didn't have that before, but. It, it's very important that we shine a light on that for people. And, you know, for me, I, you know, I guess when I think about it, I do have it all. I have an amazing supportive husband. I have this beautiful little boy who is the light of my life. And then, you know, now having this role. So yeah, I guess you could say I checked that box.
0: I meant I meant to ask you earlier. You mentioned in the forty under forty bio, your most admired person was your father, Paul. Why? Why did you select him? I. It's obvious that he's had a lot of influence on you in your life. Yes, absolutely. I
1: say my dad for multiple reasons. He, you know, he is a business owner. He has really made himself one of the best of the best in his field and people love to be around him. They love just the connection that they have with him. And he just, he has this uncanny ability to make people feel extremely important and, you know, who doesn't want to be felt Have that feeling of being important. And he is also a man of deep faith, which I think is incredibly admirable. And he just—he's a fun guy. People just love to be around. <laughs> and he has a really cool job too.
0: Your son is seven. Uh, do you see him following in your footsteps, the, the way you followed the interests of your father?
1: I don't know yet, but I will say he thinks that my job involves Zoom calls and that's all I do. I'm just on Zoom all day long and or talking on the phone or on the computer, which is really of zero interest to him because he would prefer to be out fishing all day long. However, he does love aviation, so I'm hoping he at least gets bit by like the STEM bug and uh, wants to pursue at least the... Enjoyment of aviation.
0: Good. Uh, I also wanted to ask you. You're you're the board chair for the Wichita Aero Club, and that's a three year term, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. And you're into your second year. What what's going on with the Aero Club? What's what's of interest right now? Thank you for asking. It is a fun time to be
1: part of the Aero Club. We are getting ready to enter our fifteenth year, which is pretty hard to believe. Dave Franson did a great job with just moving the club forward to where it is. And, you know, we've talked as a board, where should we go? The great thing about the board is we have a lot more gender and age diversity than we had when the board first started. And also people serving in much different roles in the aviation industry. So because of that, A lot of people are giving their opinion of where they feel the board needs to go. Overall, we really want to support STEM education in the community. You know, we're hearing more and more from, you know, even our friends at WSU Tech, how reaching out to kids as early as third grade is critical to pique their interest in STEM and in aviation and especially knowing the shortages that we already face in the industry and what's to come, it's really important that we start feeding that funnel a lot earlier. And so we have the opportunity to do that. Part of our role with the Aero Club is that it's really meant to, you know, help grow the passion and networking for those interested in aviation. And so with that, it's important to do things like continue our luncheons and continue having networking events that are of interest and and trying to even bring in some of the the newer parts of aviation, like bringing in things that involved eVTOL and things of that nature so that we're appealing to the various
0: generations and roles that are part of the club. Mm -hmm. You are the first female board chair and I don't want to pigeonhole you, but do you kind of feel a responsibility? Uh, You know, we, we talked to so many, uh, you know, people in levels of leadership at at aviation and manufacturing companies that they're women in a man's world um is there a little bit of a responsibility as a board chair to 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 do what you can to to spread what you can for for women
1: absolutely i take it very seriously and i feel like probably other women do that sometimes i might be under a little bit more of a microscope being the first than someone else might be and it is definitely something I take very seriously that I need to be a good example, but I don't, I think that I need to be a good example for other women, but I also, again, you know, tying back to my son, it's very important for me to be a good example, whether it be for the Aero club or in my role at grettoman group to be an example to him and of, you know, you don't, you don't have to be a man. A woman can do this, mm-hmm and and not only for him but for little girls out there that are paying attention or not so little girls that are paying attention that what are women in our community doing to show that they can be in these leadership positions and that that quite frankly it doesn't matter what your gender is it matters what your capabilities are and your passion mm-hmm.
0: I love looking up the forty under forty bios, and I'm gonna we're gonna end on this. You okay. noted in 202008 that your favorite movies were Top Gun, aviation theme, very good, Office Space, and 16 Candles. Those mm-hmm. those movies are, have held up well over the years. I think you did well. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes, and yes. Top Gun is still my favorite, and I introduced my son to Top Gun Maverick, and now that's his
0: favorite. So. Nice. Yes. Yeah, very good. It all comes around eventually. Absolutely. Well, Ashley Bowen Cook, thanks so much for joining me. Congratulations on becoming president of Greteman Group and we'll be excited to follow and see how you guys are doing. Wonderful. Thanks for having me, Kirk. Thank you. That's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week. Episode 296. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. That's at wichitawbusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. BizTalk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com forward slash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.